All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. Fuck <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys. Wait, you... <laughs> oh, because you did something. Uh, okay. Hey guys. Welcome back to another week's episode of A, A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. Aaron, it's been so long since I've seen you. It has really been a long, <laughs> long time. I know you guys can't tell because the quality of our shows are so great. <laughs> <laughs> but we had not been in the same room for a while. But here we are. Ooh. We in a Portsmouth studio today, y'all. Don't judge y'all us. Y'all know about I'll that. Wait. Oh! <laughs> We're going to edit that out now. P-Town. Ah, uh, yes. All right, guys. And here we are, another week, ready to bring you guys some great new material. So, any business before we get started? Uh, no. No? no. Okay. I thought I did, too, but no. We've been doing good. That's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that we haven't had any business lately. To, to Yes, but okay, let's do it. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get the show started with small business shout out. Oh, wait. I do have one. Oh, okay. Quickly. Pause. Make sure you register to vote. They, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. That, oh, the gosh. deadline is coming up, so make sure you register to vote. I'm registered. Yay. Okay. So now going into our small business shout out this week, I thought this was interesting uh, to do a shout out because we always say that the show is like free therapy. So this week's small business shout out goes to the kitchen therapist. The kitchen therapist offers couples cooking classes, therapeutic cooking, catering, and her tagline states, she just has a good home cooked meal service. And I want to try it out. This is based in Chesapeake, Virginia. And you can find the Kitchen Therapist on Instagram at kitchen.therapist. Or you can check out her blog, www.pourandstayfull.com. That's poor, P-O-U-R. I know I have a country accent. So in case y'all couldn't understand, (laughs) that's what it is. And that is Small Business Shoutout this week. Yes. This is also an NSU alum, right? Yes, she is. Yay. You know, we always have to shout out the green and gold, baby. Let's do hey, it. Make yes. sure y'all check her out. Yes. Her food looks very, very good. Like those. Mm. <sighs> Listen. And it's maybe... been exciting to see her like grow in terms of like being able to see her business grow so far, right? I'm only excited to see what, what can come in the future. Right. And since I'm here, maybe I should, you know, get a plate or something. What? Yeah. And she does like couples stuff too, like couples classes. See, guys, both of y'all can learn how to cook. There you go. That's. <laughs> You know what? I think that's fun cooking together anyway. So I think that would be, I can see how that's therapeutic. So yes, check her out. And that is Small Business Shout Out this week. And now we're moving along to five questions. Ooh. Yes. All, All right. right. So five questions is an opportunity for you guys to get to know us a little better. Uh, we ask five questions, right, that range from sad, funny, thought provoking, and we try to ask them in interesting ways. Yeah. So that way we're not just sitting around telling you guys the basic humdrum story about where we were from and where we were born and yeah. Everybody want to know about my mountains though. Like the Noke anyway. <laughs> they don't even know what Noke is. Ah! People know what Roanoke is. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, this week's five questions, we're going to do... I'm going to do it a little different. Uh-oh. All right. Interesting ways. All right. So, this... I'm going to call this five questions a little late with Lily edition. And it's because it was inspired by... Uh, the new late the new late night host um Lily Singh. Okay, no, I don't know. Oh man, you have to watch it. She's the new a, late night host. She's a, you know the first whatever. She's she's one she's one of those first, but she's a late night uh host. Oh okay, no, I don't know about. Um, okay, so it's called first, last, best, worst, and I, I'm adding this because it's five questions. Memorable. Okay. All right? So I'm gonna give you. Five, I'm gonna name five things. Uh huh. You can only, and you have to tell me either the first time, the last time, the best time, the worst time, or the most memorable time. <laughs> and you can only pick you. And for each one, mm-hmm. you can only choose one. Um, let me. Once you pick first, last, best, worst, or memorable, you can't use it again. Ah. Okay. 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 So. I'll give. I'll throw out five things to you. Uh-huh. You'll pick which one you want to use, but once you decide it, you can't That's it. use it again. Okay. And you don't know what the questions are that are coming afterwards. Huh. Okay. I think I get it. All right. The first one is under the influence experience. I have to tell you my... You can pick your first under the influence experience, your last, your best, your worst or your most memorable. Oh, and okay, and so I need to—I have to tell you what that was. Yes. Okay, first, I mean, under the influence experience. experience. You go first. Okay. Oh man. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because I have to think. The. Oh. Do you have one? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say. My, I would consider it to be my most memorable. And it was the time, oh God, I don't want to say a lot up here because I don't know who's going to hear this, but it was the time that I, I tried shrooms. Um, I had also been drinking and I also had Mary. I was heavily under the influence <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all in one session. And I remember, uh, oh my God, I remember when the shrooms hit because we were riding down the street. We were on our way home. And I felt like all the street lights were coming up out of the ground and like walking toward me. Like it was, <laughs> it, it almost looked like animated, like the way they were coming at the car, like a like a Disney movie where the candles and shit start singing. Like, I don't, oh God, I will never forget that. That was most memorable. Yeah, I'll never forget that night. <laughs> it was great. But that was years ago, people. <laughs> I'm not, it was only one time that I did all that shit in one night. Disclaimer. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm God. I would, after off air. I'm so curious to know what that is, what that experience is like. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. So mine. I guess I'll do worst. Oh. Okay. The first uh, speeding ticket that I ever got. Uh, we were le- we were leaving Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was college. This was college sophomore year. Sophomore year. <gasps> we were leaving Richmond, and oh, I believe I. I believe I had been drinking, uh, but by this point, you know, hours had gone by, so it was a combination of, like, the remnants of alcohol and being tired, so my I was just all under the influence of nothing that was me. Was this New Kent? Yes. 
You're late. <laughs> and so I thought I was I was driving, trying to get us home from Richmond to Norfolk. And, you know, sometimes, when, especially when it's late at night, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and no one is asleep. Yes. Everyone is asleep but the driver. Yes. You know, yes. you can just get lost. And I just now know I have a heavy foot. Either yeah. way, long story short is, I got pulled over by the cops for doing 94 and a 65. It was 65 back. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it drops down right there. Right, yes. It, it wasn't like it is now. It wasn't no 70. Oh, okay. But I, And I remember, the reason why I remember 65 was Ooh. because he said if I had done... If I w- was doing one mile more, I would have gotten arrested yes. because I would have been doing 30 miles. Yes. <sighs> you were rec- I mean, that's reckless, right? It, well, yeah, that's <laughs> reckless. Oh, but, it yeah, was my that fir- was but it was my first ticket ever. But it was the... It, oh, I, I knew from that moment what that feeling was like. I'm still then having to drive home because it wasn't like people, someone else decided to drive. You still had to drive home? I still drove home. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> How stressful. So, that was my worst under the influence experience. Okay. All right. Wait, he didn't get you for being under the influence though, right? Like there was nothing about that. It was just speed. No. It was oh, just okay, speed. okay, okay. I mean, I know how to. Yeah. Okay. Good. Get okay. It together. So real, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Woo. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, next number two. Uh-huh. Argument with your partner or spouse. Now you've okay. already used memorable, so you only have first, last, best, or worst. For this, I think I will choose the worst. Jeez. One, because all my arguments with my <laughs> partners are the worst. Um, because I'm crazy and whatever. Um, I will say the worst happened back in, oh gosh, I want uh, like 2009. No, 2010. Okay, I remember. Um, gosh, this was years ago. Both Robin and I were working at Hardee's and we were on our way to work one morning. And, um, I think we got into, I think we were arguing about money. Like, I mean, that, that sounds right. We were arguing about money. Um, I don't know, but the, the argument got so heated. The argument got so heated that when we got to work, Robin walked back home like she she could not work with me that day she didn't want to talk to me she didn't want to look at me and for those of y'all that I mean I know y'all some of y'all don't know but at the time we were living in Virginia Beach so we worked off of Indian River and College Park but we lived the whole way home we lived off of Birdneck and she walked the whole way home like that's how pissed off she was she said she needed to calm down and it took her like two and a half hours to get home I think she said something like that and mind you, this was also at like four something in the morning because she had to be at work. Oh, so it was like three something because she had to be at work at four. Oh, yes. And I had to be at work at five. Biscuit this was back in the biscuit making yes. days. Yes. So that was the worst Ooh. because I felt so bad after that. Like it was just, ugh, I'll, I'll never forget it. It was just, the, it was the worst. <laughs> Did you apologize? Yes, of course. Like repeatedly, I tried to call her. She wouldn't pick up. Like I didn't talk to her until I got home. And by that time, she had walked all her anger off and she was in a better mood and we... You know, we talked in the house, like, but it was, I felt like shit, honestly. So, yeah. Oh, that's that was, what, the that was a good thing then. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got some good exercise. Oh, um, that's, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised she didn't just take the car and go. Nah, she, you know, she still didn't leave me out back. <sighs> She's so, ah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to choose my last oh. argument. Just, yeah, just because that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even believe I'm about to, whatever. So, 
January 18th, 2008. Lord. <laughs> I just had to do I was, uh, my partner's birthday had just passed, and there was a group trip being taken to out of town. Now, <laughs> the person that was driving, whose car it also was, was my partner's friend. Now, I have different thoughts now how I process it versus back then, but I'm going to give you my back then thoughts because uh-huh. they're, I don't know. I just don't care now. What happened, long story short, is their friend did not like me. And so because it was their car and it was there and we were driving out of town, this was the opportunity for them to display that by saying that I wasn't allowed to go. Yes. Okay, so I wasn't allowed to go or I wasn't allowed to ride in their car. And instead of, let me say instead of, I think there were many different ways in which my partner could have handled that. What they chose to do was say, pretty much, I don't know what to tell you, because I'm, I'm going on this trip, and I don't know what to tell you. It's their car. I don't have no say-so. I don't have a, no, like, not in those exact words, but pretty much, I am going on this trip. I don't know what to say because it's not my car. <laughs> now, Bruh. I was already two steps from being, I was already over this relationship by that point. Mm-hmm. Like, months over it but Aaron doesn't know how to break up with people so you got to figure out how to do what you got to do uh so anyway long story short uh, I keep saying long story short I told them like in the suites in the hall in the lobby of the suites you know when you're walking in from the yes Norfolk State suites when you're walking in from the parking lot Mm -hmm. that um that that open area that that little hallway area we were right there in front of the door and I was just going off I can't believe you're about to go, and you're going to just leave me. And what kind of... I was literally... Outside? No, we were inside. Oh, you were... Oh, we were inside oh, the wow, suites. Still, still, okay. You know? Yes. And I know I was... I mean, it's probably one of the last times that I, like, remember being upset. Like, upset. hmm Yeah, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, because I just don't even, like... Rightfully so, though. <laughs> I, I just... Well, see, you say, right. I mean, now I would say, Aaron, you probably shouldn't have even been going on a trip, like, with them and their friend, like, with, like, them and their friends. Like, that's one way of looking at it. But the other op- the other way of looking at it is, no, this was a birthday. It's supposed to be a birthday celebration. And so, you you know, that's a part of why you were going. Yes. N- neither here nor there. They said that I couldn't go, and my partner decided that I wasn't, a le- like, that they weren't going to speak up or stand up or not go. They were going to go. And I-, I already was over the relationship. I remember yelling so much. Like, like, and people were walking by, and I didn't care. I don't care. Da, da, da. And I knew when they drove away that it was a wrap. Uh. Because I couldn't believe that I had gotten that far. Anyway, <laughs> that's what happened. I just find it, I'm over here kicking to myself, too, because that's, okay. I mean, it's only, you've only shared two stories, but I remember them both. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> when you started talking about the trip, I already knew. So, yes. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Good times. All right. All right. Number three. Okay. Uh, which one do I want to do for number three? I'm still trying to figure out what options I have, love. You've what? already used I worst use mem- and, memorable. and memorable. So you have first, last, best. Okay. All right. All right. Time you broke the law. Did I get caught? I, you, I mean, it, but, I mean does that matter? To, oh, okay. Choose, a time you broke the law. Your first, your last, or your best. Um, oh, well, then that wouldn't be my last. Oh, gosh. Ah! 
Do you want me to go? Yes. Okay, I, just because I'm trying to think. <laughs> I, I mean, the driving one could have been the, the broke the law too, but no, I won't use yeah. that one. I'll say that the, what do I have? Dang. I used, I used last and I used worst. Oh, so I have first, best, and memorable. memorable. Oh, okay, so I use best. I mean, even though, how do you bet have a good time right, breaking the law? <laughs> but whatever. So there was just a time in life, many, 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 10 plus whatever. It doesn't, there was many, many years ago where, you know, the lints, the, the chalk, the lints. <laughs> I swear I was, listen. So there was a time where, and lints taste really good, you guys. If you don't know, the white chocolate lints are the best. But they taste even better when you don't have to pay for them. And that's really all I'm going to say about that. Is I've had there was a moment where I was where I was indulging in some good white chocolate lints, and I had not paid for them. Wait, and you said that was the best? Those ah! look now because the the lints were really good. The lints were really. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's like a good time breaking the law. I'm gonna say the first time I broke the law that I recall breaking the law to, to which it I recognize it was breaking the law. What I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, also, I'm just gonna say a similar story. I was with I was with my bad influencer friends. <laughs> they shall not be named. NSU. Uh, and we went to 7-Eleven and they taught me in the stillness Snickers and I felt so horrible <laughs> that we walked out but somebody was okay with it because they like lints and, and everything tastes better when it's free wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so what is the statue of limitation? <laughs> oh I wish they would uh, please that was my first time um Really? Yeah, I didn't remember. I, do, I mean, technically, technically, the decision you made with your body is breaking the law. That was what I was about to say. What I real, I just realized it. But, How so? Know, we live in Virginia. <laughs> there are laws on the books for things you do with your body. But all right. Okay. Number four. Uh huh. Four. Okay. I have last and best left. You have Jeez. last and... Oh. Okay. Okay. Ah. Come on. Advice you received about sex. Ooh. I think... Okay. The best advice I've ever received about sex is to be confident in the moment and find somebody that can handle you. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do I... So I, so I have... I've done... Last, I've done best. Did I do worst? 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 I think you did worst. Yeah, worst. You okay. Done memorable. Memorable. All right, so I'll do some memorable, memorable advice that I got about sex. Uh, was really that I needed to have a team. That I needed to have a team, just like the best, just like basketball. You need to have a starting uh, five, so that way when one is messing up, you can rotate, <laughs> rotate them in and out. Blow the whistle. Uh, <laughs> Get them out. And I, that just always stands out to me, like when I think about m- moments in life where I, where that advice possibly could, like where that advice would come in handy. But yet I don't, yet it's not, right? <laughs> so it always stands out. So I'm gonna say have when, a team. Mm-hmm. When we go, when we go back to listen and edit, there should be a buzzer sound right there where you're talking about <laughs> that when one is acting up and eh, get them out. Okay. Ah. Question five. Question five. 
Hookup location. Oh, wait, you only have, what's your last one? Last. Your last hookup location. My last hookup location. Like, what we, we made plans to meet, like, that type of thing? The actual location. The, oh. Oh. And hooking up, it, it, you know, hooking up has many different definitions. So, how you define it? Your last hookup location. At their house? At the person's place? Okay. Yeah. All right. And I think I, I, I just did, I so forgot. I have... Worst? No, worst, memorable. I did best. The what I just did now was. Uh, Don't you have first love? First. Oh, is it first? Yeah. Oh, okay. My. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I don't even the first that I can remember. My first hookup location was at my house, my parents' house. Mm, mm, mm. My parents' I mean, house. I mean, who, like, yeah, your first. Well, depending on when your first was, yeah. My, I, I feel like my parents' house in my room, on the bottom bunk. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> See, I can get a look. <sighs> bunk beds, slower. I'm, I'm talking like kindergarten here, like <laughs> first, second, first. like I'm thinking of first. I can remember, but I can remember that. Like I remember. Is that a hookup though? Yeah, and she won't even Jennifer and Jennifer was her name. Oh my god, are you telling her name? They won't even I don't even know who Oh she that. know you. She gonna listen to this. She gonna, <laughs> she gonna hit you up on Facebook and go off. And you just, yeah, and it's something about that that's anyway. So that concludes five questions. Ooh, that and, was fun. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you guys if you have any other questions or thoughts or even interesting games that we can play to, for during five questions, let us know. Yes, that was fun. And you can let us know your most memorable or your first, your last, your worst. And what was the other thing? Best. Best. It's a, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Guys, hit us up on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. Or you can email us at a, pers- at a perspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Mm. Or you can find us on <laughs> Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. Dang. See, it's been too long. I've been, you know. I'm good at that. I'm normally great at that. Yes. And now we are going to move on to Under, Under My, my Skin. skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to start. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to do Under My Skin this week. <sighs> what got Under My Skin this week was a, it, it was a situation. So I'm going to talk more about the situation in my perspective for the week but i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about another branch of the situation anyway so what got into my skin this week is that um someone said something to me about me being in town for someone else's function um and being in town for me is being in the hampton roads area because i don't live here anymore and they said something to me about me being there but i never told them that i was going to be there and when I found out how they found out, it pissed me off because they found out from a source that I don't even communicate with. And so because she heard from someone else that I was going to be at an event, she decided to go back and tell someone else that I choose to not give my schedule to when I come in town because I don't always have time to see everyone. And yeah, I, I was coming in town for uh, one reason and one reason only, and then I was heading right back out. So it just pissed me off that, you know, my name is being spoken like... 
ma'am, I don't even talk to you. Like, why are you telling uh-huh. me? I don't, I don't talk to you. You don't know me. We're not friends. Like, you, you know of me. Like, that's period. Like, I've met you maybe like twice in life, if that. And for you to go back and tell people, like, I just don't like that. And then it got under my skin, of course, because it got back to me. And, the, and the, the person said something to me about me being in town. I'm just like, well, fuck. Like, what's the point of me <laughs> keeping a low profile when I come in? If it's still going to be known that. I mean, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, whatever. Like, but I just don't like that. I don't like for people to know you're my business. You're not trying to say to hide it, but you're not yeah. trying to just flaunt it. Right. Yeah. Because if I don't have time to see everybody, I don't want them to know I'm here. Like, it's just, you know. <sighs> yeah. It just... And why? Oh, yeah. why? Why did you feel the need to go back? <sighs> you talk about somebody else's event. That ain't got nothing to do. And I'm you sorry. Don't even talk to them. <laughs> I don't talk to you. And the person who said, told that I was at the event wasn't even at the event. Oh, even more reason for you not to run your mouth. So they were like, just talking about you. you just, so, so you uh, was just clearly. Being... <laughs> I was just being discussed, and it got back to me. So yeah, but it's part of a whole bigger issue. <laughs> we'll address that perspective i think that's interesting because i and maybe that's the way i should think about it too is because when i come into town i usually tell people that i'm coming even if i don't see them because mm-hmm. my intent is to see them uh, and then when i don't see them i feel some kind of way like oh man i didn't figure out a way to map it out so maybe i shouldn't tell people until i tell people until yeah, i see so you can, yeah because if i don't have time what's the point of you but, but what's that information gonna do for you and i but i call myself doing that because I, I was trying to be ahead of the, you know like give people some notice there are certain people that i just thought it doesn't matter i can tell you two hours before i'm I'm about to come over. Then I'm about to come over. Yeah. And then there are some that I feel like... Anyway, I just thought... Some people need to make plans. And so you want to make sure that you, you know... Right. That's why I just try to tell everybody. Exactly. All right. So my under... I wrote down for my under the skin, under my skin is old heads who believe age makes you less knowledgeable or capable of understanding certain aspects of life. Oh, yeah. And I was out... uh, I was out the other day... um, where where I go see Bartender Boo. You all know about Bartender Boo. I was at, I was at the bar where I go see Bartender Boo. And uh, there was someone that was in the bar who I met before, to which I don't really remember the first time, although they remember it, but I remember them in general. Anyway, we ended up having, we ended up conversing about a bunch of stuff uh, from dating apps to like how long you've been in New York, you know, just a plethora of things that you're having, like when you're having a casual conversation at the bar. Mm-hmm. Right. At a certain point, we started talking about, don't even really remember the topic now, but it, it it turned into everything that I was saying was being not, people can have a difference of opinion, right? And, 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 and agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And like, not every time you have a conversation with somebody, even if you agree with them on everything else, even if you agree with them on 99 things, there's, there can be one thing that you don't agree with them on. That's okay. But for me, when I'm having a conversation with someone, at least with this person, and they they are 51, 52. They're somewhere between 51 and 53. Mm-hmm. Don't try to dismiss what I'm saying as, first with, how old are you? <sighs> I know it's coming when you mm-hmm. ask that question. And then you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, I've lived, or yeah, when I was that age, this is how I was thinking. And when, but now I think this way. Like, no, you don't know... How it is that I came to this conclusion by the, by at this age in my life, you don't know what my experiences were up until this point that have led me to believe anything or not believe something. And to and I don't know how to continue to engage that person if everything that I say is gonna be wrapped up in my age, right? Like as if that's the reason why I'm thinking that way and later on in life like as if I'm naive to think that way because of my age. 
maybe on some things and maybe not on others, right? But you don't know that, and neither do I. So that's what got into my skin. Understood. So, ugh. No, I, I get that too. I mean, and, I had to. Because you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I don't even know if I say the other one, but actually, I won't explain it. Maybe I'll. Oh, here you go. Maybe I'll save it. But I, whatever, because there's many things that happen in life. This one I think is a funny under my skin, but it's still. When adult films, there you go. When adult films play popular music. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. You've never seen a Drake being played or a Beyonce being played or something oh, like. Oh, wait, are these like homemade adult films? I mean, yes, those, yes, yes, yes. Like when you have popular yeah. music, <laughs> Hot 100 songs in your background. That's hilarious. Okay, yes, yeah, you definitely. It's funny, but it's under my skin. Like I don't. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Oh, okay, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, well, I'm weak. That's gonna do it for under our skin. Nobody this wants week. to hear "Ring the Alarm." Like, oh my God, that's oh. not what I can't. The disrespect. No, nobody wants to hear back to back. Like, no, you're gonna oh. ruin the songs that I'm thinking. Like, go, anyway, mm-hmm, bad. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's gonna conclude what what's under us this <laughs> yes. week. I'm sorry. And now we're gonna move on to what are we watching? Yeah. Um, you want me to go? Uh, I can go. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so, I'm. Um, gosh, it's been a while, but. I'm going to just say I'm, I watched what I'm watching, which came to an end the other day, was the season finale of Big Brother. Oh. And I'm just going to, I've had time to think about this now, oh, but God. it's, <laughs> Big Brother, it ended, I mean, it was kind of predictable in terms of once you knew who the final three were and once you knew who the top two were, you knew who was going to win, or at least you had a strong inclination. But it sort of ended kind of dark, not as anti-climactic, anti-climactic, Mad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know where I left Dark. off. I don't. Yes, I don't even know where I left off with you guys. But let's just say that the final three were Mickey, okay, Holly, who were showmans, okay, and uh, Nicole. And Nicole, and and the final four was Cliff. Actually, let me take that back. The final four were Cliff, Nicole, Mickey, and Holly. Wait, wait. wait. Are are one of them one of the people who knew each other before they got there? Oh, those, they got evicted. Okay, oh. that was Tommy and Christy. Oh, good, okay. Tommy was in the top five. Uh-huh. And Tommy was actually about to be in the top four because Nicole was in power. Okay. And Nicole wanted to send break up the showmance, Holly and Mickey. So she put Holly on the block. And, so she put Holly and Mickey on the block, and she was going to send Holly home. Okay. Why they... And Mickey found out, and Mickey pretty much concocted this whole lie using some of what Tom, what he had overheard Tommy say to and he used it against him, right? Like you told me the same thing. You told me that you were gonna lie to them, but you were really gonna be working with us and you're gonna be sending all these people home. Like literally told this bald faced lie. Aww. And Tommy was in there crying, going off, yelling, and Mickey was just holding it down, like holding that lie down. And his rationale in the diary room was that I'm trying to get to the end here. I'm trying to win and I'm trying to get to the end with Holly. So I gotta do what I gotta do because it sounds like they're about to vote him off. They're about to vote him they're about to vote Holly out. All right, they were still on board at first with voting Holly out, but Cliff, Cliff and Nicole were working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff and Nicole have been working together, you know, throughout, and definitely towards the end. Cliff, to me, got ahead of himself. Like, I really liked Cliff. 
but he got ahead of himself. He was thinking not just in the next week, but he was thinking towards the end of the game and not really considering his partner's feelings. To which, to some level, there's only one person that can win the $500,000. So you need I to be was, thinking of you. I was just about to ask you, like, what's the purpose of forming these alliances when only one person wins the money, right? Well, you form the alliance because you, you ultimately need to get to the end, right? You need to get to the final two. And the way you win is the house guests that you evicted, they vote for who they want to win. So at the end of it, so at the final oh, two. Oh, okay. So there's 16 house guests in the beginning. At a certain point when it gets down to like eight or nine house guests, they start to, they no longer just go home. They go to the jury house. So you're still secluded from the rest ha, of the world. Okay. But you're in the jury house now. And every week, you know, you're meeting the new jurors and y'all okay. talking about what happened the week before. And on finale night, the jurors get to vote for who they want out of the top two to win. So you're you're so it's a social game and a and a competitive game, right? Your social game has to be on point, and you have to ultimately survive, right, through right. the competitions. Okay. So you form alliances because you don't know who's gonna win what week, and you need to not be on the block. Like you want to make sure that you're maneuvering through the house. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So Cliff and Nicole were together, and Holly and Mickey were together, and Tommy Christy had just went home during double eviction night. Mm-hmm. Christy went home during double eviction night, which then left Tommy by himself. Tommy was going to align with Cliff and Nicole, and they were on board with it, right? Like, Tommy said, I'll throw the next HOH competition. I'll make sure that you all, you know, get it. Just keep me. Mickey heard it, turned it around. They ended up sending Mickey home. And like I said, Cliff... Oh, good, because Mickey was... No, no, not Mickey. Oh, they sent Tommy home. They ended up sending Tommy home. Hmm. Yeah, Tommy wasn't... Nicole, Nicole was head of household. She nominated Mickey and Holly. But Mickey won the veto, so he got to take himself off, which meant Cliff had to go on board, and she's not voting Cliff out, okay. right? It ends up being uh, Holly. Ends up being anyway Holly and Tommy. All right, not Cliff. Ends up being Tommy and Holly. Mm-hmm. There you go, not Cliff. So it was going to turn out to be. So it was going to come down to who they were going to vote out. Anyway, they voted out Tommy. So now it's the two showmances or the two, you know, couples. One is showmance and then one Cliff and Nicole. But anyway, so Cliff was thinking too far along in the game because he started to, he knew, he felt like Tommy wasn't going to vote for him mm-hmm. and that he wanted to make sure that he was in a position to win the $500,000, not necessarily make sure that they all got to the end and whoever, you gotcha. know, like okay. he was thinking about himself. Yeah. So in some ways you could go like, you're supposed to think of yourself. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, you need to not be thinking three, four weeks in advance. You need to be thinking strategically about how you're going to play each week because right. you never know. Okay. He got too ahead of himself. They <laughs> voted out Tommy, which was a big mistake because he then goes to Mickey and tries to make Mickey say that uh, in order for us to keep you and Holly safe, in order for us to keep Holly safe, you have to agree to take me to the final two, not Holly, and you have to agree to make sure that I'm in the final three. Okay. Of course, Mickey's going to be like, yes, okay, sure. Then he goes Jeez. back. Then he goes... And so Cliff believes Mickey because he believes a handshake between two men means oh, something, and he wasn't going to go against his word because Mickey's been about his word. Da, 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 da. Now, mind you, Mickey just put all these stunts and shows too earlier when he was trying to save Holly, so that was in his head too. And Mickey was play- throwing guilt trip on him. We had a deal. You can't believe you're going to turn on me. You're going to turn on us. We've been nothing but loyal to you. Like Mickey was playing a game. Yes. Anyway, so He's shady. Mickey said yes. Like, of course I'll do it. And then later on, right before the eviction, Cliff comes to Mickey and says, I just need you to know that that was a one-sided deal. Like, you're going to get me to the end, but I, if I get to the final three, I'm taking Nicole. I have to be a man of my word. He, he partly thought that his word, regardless of how good or bad it was, 
like was supposed to be solid. Mickey's like, what? Oh my God. I don't know what you thought, but if I get the power to, I'm sending you or Nicole home and I'm taking Holly to the end, which what happened, they got to the final four. Who got sent home? Cliff got sent home. And who sent Cliff home? Mickey Mickey. sent Cliff home. Okay. (laughs) And Cliff is looking, and I I could see, I mean, I know if I'm thinking this, everybody else is thinking this when they're watching the screen, like y'all are so, (sighs) because what happens is now they're in the final three and the only way Nicole is guaranteed to get to the final two is that she has to win. Like, you can't leave it to chance between Mickey or Holly because they've already agreed to take each other. So that's who they're going to take. Right. Cliff went home. Nicole was upset because she was like, the one time I decided to not go with my gut and go with Cliff's gut, look at what happens. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, Nicole went home. So the final two were Mickey and Holly. And Mickey won. So Mickey won. Which I said to, I was talking to Dana and I said like, I want Nicole to win, but if it comes down to like, but if Mickey's in the final two, Mickey should definitely win. He won like nine competitions, survived like, he was in a showman's and actually survived it to the end. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he deserved to win. I say it was anticlimactic one because you kind of knew what was going to happen once you got to that point. Usually there's there's some suspense, right? Like mm-hmm. because there's no showmances and you never know how the house is going to vote when it comes down to the final two. This was clear cut. Like in terms to Mickey had done a lot. Holly had. Uh, I'm going to shut up now because I've been talking a lot. But let's just say <laughs> that happened. And I say anticlimactic also dark because it, there was a point where they were asking them about some some things that I felt like could have been saved for the after show that just mm. transformed how it ended. You should go check that out. What are you watching? Okay. Um, so I am watching... I'm still watching Charmed. I'm sure y'all are tired of hearing about Charmed. It's about to start. We, new- uh, yes, I am so excited for the new season to start. I thought, I thought my sister said it started in like October. Yeah, 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 October. Um, but I'm still watching the old Charmed. But I am on season seven. So um, things have gotten good. I finally um, got to see the wrap up, like with what happened with the whole like, you know, Wyatt being bad in the future. But, you know, they were trying to make him good. You know, the whole mm. Chris came back, whatever, whatever. I slightly remember some of that, but I didn't. Um... Superstore just came back out this week. I was really excited about that. Superstore was it's great as always. Like I don't know about people that don't watch Superstore. Like you're just missing out, man. Um, what else am I watching? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm watching a lot of things right now. Um, oh, American Horror Story. So I know I am years late, but I am not a horror fan. But um, you know, Netflix keeps promoting that, you know, the new season is streaming, something, something, something. So I clicked on it and I started reading Asylum. I'm sorry, I have watched it before, but I've only watched Coven because Robin thought that would be the, the simple or the least scary that I could watch That's and be I okay with it. Most. Coven. Coven was really good. But I watched Asylum. Oh my God, that was really good. That's like the first I, one? No, that, mm-mm. I don't know what season that was, but that's, you know, the one with the insane Asylum and everything like that. Okay. It was that um uh Jessica Lang, man, she is great. Like I really like her. Um and so and now I just started watching Murder House. So I got I watched all of Asylum in a week. <laughs> and then uh you know me, I got it. You know when I'm watching work uh watching TV. Yeah, mm, I almost said it. Um and so I just started Murder House on Friday. So yeah, I'm seeing how that is going. What else did I watch this week? Oh, Mixed-ish and blackish. Did you watch those yet? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, I'm gonna watch them when I get home. I've been down here, so I. Oh, okay, yes. It. So mixed, mixed-ish um, was cute. I think I'm gonna like it, and plus, I'm just I was excited um, more so to see Zach Morris in there acting again. Oh, yes. Like I was so excited to see him. Did you Did you know about him? him? You said, did I know about him? Yes. 
Oh, being in the show? No, about his like his his connection to the show, like his personal no. connection to the show. What is he married to a black woman or something? He's he's he. His mom is a person, a woman of color. Really? His real mom. Yes. Mark mom. Paul Gosler. Yes. Mom is it? Mom. Yes. What? Google it. I gotta look this. He was talk, He was on. Him and uh, Tika Sumter were on the new Tamron Hall show, and they were talking about because you know Tamron Hall has a fair-skinned child from a man of another race, and she was pointing out that he, but nobody ever knew that, and what because now? he pretty much you know could pass. He get more than pass. Like what? <laughs> I would so, have never thought. This don't say nothing about who his. Let me okay. Let me get. See, I went to Wikipedia. That that's what was my first mistake. <laughs> Just say Google Gosler mom. Of course, it's something that pops up. Oh, what is she? Like Hispanic or something? I forgot. Yeah, his wife looks Hispanic. Or whoever he's in this picture with. Wow. I would have never guessed. Zach. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm watching this week. Um, and it, yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's cute. Like I said, I think I can um, see myself sticking with it. And blackish. Blackish was good. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it off air because the um, I felt like I learned a lesson from like there was the the situation with Pops and Dre. I feel like can also be taken like in another like you can look at it from another type of relationship, not just father and oh, son. The, okay. that, I need to watch what happened it. with yes, watch it and then we'll talk about it. It, it was really toward the end. Ah, it, it gave me life. But yes, Blackish. Okay. Black okay. Yes. Mixed Dish just had me kicking a lot, but Blackish was it funny? Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, there okay. were funny moments. I think it'll get better as it goes on, of course. Okay. Like you know, um, but yeah, Black Blackish man. I feel like I always learn some lessons from some of these shows. Like even uh, oh Modern Family. So the final season of Modern Family is on. Let me throw that in there too, um, which I'm a little sad about, but I do understand that the shows have kind of, you know, as time gone on, just kind of got a little weird or lame, whatever. Um, but the first the, the first um, episode this season was good. I was weak. Yes, Cam had me weak as usual. I love Cam. I think he's my fave. But yeah, I've seen that in so long. And that is what we're watching this week. What are we watching? Yes. All right. And so now we are going to take a break, pay some bills, and come back with a perspective. Yes. And we're back, ready for this week's A Perspective. So I'm going to go first this week, guys. And Aaron, okay. <laughs> so I am asking my perspective, your perspective, sorry, of a situation. It really is a question, and it's nothing, it's nothing too deep. It's serious, but it ain't serious. But there was a situation that occurred um, like two weeks ago, and it had me all the way in my feelings. But I'm better now. It is what it is, whatever. So, Aaron, my question to you is, when you tell a friend something to look out for them, but you ask them not to repeat it, and they repeat it anyway, one, I guess, how do you handle the situation? And two, who is really wrong in that situation? Or that, not even wrong, who should have known better in that situation? The person who told, knowing that there is a possibility that their friend would say something anyway, or the person that said something even though their friend asked them not to say anything. 
All right, so let me just understand this. If you tell someone something like, I'm trying to look out for you, let me yes. let you know about that, that, that. The so-and-so, yes. But don't say don't anything. Say anything to the parties involved. And they go and say something to that person. Yes. And it's there's no other way it's not going to come back to them that it was you or t- to the party involved that it was you because you're the only one who know about it. Right. Pretty much. Like, I told somebody told you. And once they but, tell you, they're they going to piece it together that it was you who said something. Right. You, okay. Right. Who, whatever, who's responsible for that? Yes, and and how do you handle it with uh, your friend? Like I think that's 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 uh, okay. I, when you said that you know that there's a possibility that they may say something, mm-hmm. then I think you have to just accept some responsibility right, for right. the fact that you decided to tell someone something. Yes. One, I guess I'd be wonder. I guess I would wonder in general, like, were you not supposed to say anything? Or yeah, were you not supposed to say anything, or you just didn't want someone to know that you had said something, and not in the in general, like so. So let, maybe I should maybe should I make a situational? I mean, should, I mean, you, can, you don't have oh, to necessarily. Okay. I was just thinking, I think that's one so thing yeah, I was yes, asking myself. I, was, you know, I would say no. Okay, yes, I was not supposed to say. I wasn't supposed to say anything, but the person that they were, the person that they were speaking of, my loyalty is far more with them oh, than the where, person where that told. Okay. Got was okay. <laughs> so you were you were asked not to say something, but you already knew. Like yeah, because you you using the the the, 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 wrong, person. the wrong person. <laughs> yes, this ain't no regular Joe Schmo. Okay, got it. So if you knew that you weren't supposed to say something, and the other person, and but you knew there was a possibility that they were gonna say something. One, I think you just have to own. You just have to own the fact that you set yourself up for that fifty fifty. Right, right, and, right. And you knew it was probably eighty twenty that they were gonna say something. Right. I think. But the, on the other hand, the person that you told, they hold some responsibility too because what does that say about how they view your relationship and the things that you tell them in comparison to who they told it to? Right. Right. I guess in the same way you're thinking, my loyalty is with this person, so I'm going to say something to them. Are they thinking the same thing about you? Like, my loyalties are more with this person, and so I'm going to tell them. Right. So they just have to own that. They, they just, I, I think they yeah, they have to own that as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. where do their loyalties lie? And I, and it, let me say what, the, without, yeah. yeah, I mean, without saying whatever, what was um, shared with one person was pretty much some backstabbing from the, uh, the other person. And that was their reasoning for confronting them because right. they were being, yeah, so. But see, but see, I think... Well, see, the more I talk this out, it's like, well, then the person who's told knowing that there's a possibility, I think they bear most of the, yeah. the brunt of it, yeah. right? Because on one hand, I was about to say, I think that's a myth. Like, that, that to me is a question of, like, just because, like, what's the, regardless of what the situation is, if you ain't about to die over it, like, that's just you choosing to approach and confront someone because you choose and want to confront them, right? It's, yeah. like not, it's another way for you to interact with them. Yeah. That's really how I say it. It's just another way for you to interact with them. And you'd rather be arguing with them because a little bit of someone is better than none of them, right? You'd rather engage with them in an argument than to not engage with them at all mm-hmm. because you're not getting the good, you're not getting somebody who's down for you and loyal for you, whatever. Right. Uh, what would you do about it? I mean, I guess you call them out on it, right? Like, I don't see anything with with having that hard conversation with them about them running their mouth when they know they should not have. <laughs> but I also think that you have to. What do you do? What do you do about it too? Is you you have to start limiting what it is that you say to them until. Yeah you can get to until that relationship can get to a space where you can tell them things do you feel like it's appropriate to take some time off from that person like you know what i, I now uh you didn't, you didn't i don't i mean I, I guess i'd be wondering what would be the time like what 
why would you be taking the time off from them? Because you already kind of knew that. Like, me off. Oh well, oh, that's <laughs> right. I mean, if you need time to breathe, then you need time to breathe. Yeah. I think that's a legitimate thing. But if, but it's not. I, I but. Part of me is hesitant to say, to like totally agree with that because you told them because you all are close, right? Like there's a yeah. relationship, there's a friendship there that already exists, which means you already knew how they were and who they were before this moment. Mm-hmm. So really, you're not taking a break from some, like, it's not like you're taking a break and that person's going to change. Right. So are you now taking a break to then prepare yourself for how you're going to choose to engage with them versus like you're taking a break because you feel like they need some time to reflect and get their stuff together and then so that this doesn't happen again. Like, I think there's a difference yeah. in terms of how you approach it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. How did you hand, did you say something to him? Oh, yeah, yeah. We addressed it. But I also, I mean, I took some time because I was, I think I was upset and um, I don't want, maybe a little hurt, but I was upset. So I just, you know, took some time, took a breather, like, and, and also because I know me, I know myself. I'm, I, my therapist says I am very aware of who I am. <laughs> And I wasn't sure if it was a compliment or what, but I know how I can get. I know how sharp my tongue can be. Um, and I know how, you know, I am constantly working on at, right now at this stage, just trying to keep it at a five instead of going zero to ten. Um, and because I, it was in a moment of rage, I just chose to step back because I didn't want to I didn't want to be confrontational with it. You know, I wanted to make sure that we could actually have a conversation that made sense and you know address the issue and then move forward because it was it's never like to me it wasn't deep uh to the point that we can't be friends anymore it was just you know i don't want to say anything hurtful just because i'm upset in this moment so okay yeah that was very mature like oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) work in progress so yes but okay that was my perspective this week it was just you know Life, like you said earlier, life happens. Life happens. Every day, life happens. Every day. All right, so. This day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. This, this week. This week, I want to talk about understanding your body. Okay. I don't even know if that's really how to frame it right. Now, before but, you before you talk about this, are we actually going to air this? Look, I thought about this. <laughs> See, I so and- thought about this. No, 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 no. I, I thought about this and how I can frame this in a way that makes me comfortable posting it, but also pushes me to address my hesitancy behind how deep these conversations go. Anyway, I've been wondering... So I went to, no, I put this on Facebook the other day because I tagged myself and said, I'm grown. I went to a sex expo uh, uh-huh. in Brooklyn um, this past weekend. And Facebook. I thought it was interesting. And a part of why I went just because I wanted to see like what that was like, see what the experience was like. Um, but it turned, and it, and it turned out to be not, it turned out to be like a great experience in terms of the, the range of people that were there. Mm-hmm. There was just a, a, a big gumbo pot of people, right? That I thought was exciting to see. They had different booths where that ranged from like putting like food mm-hmm. to like toys. They had seminars that went from like how to please your partner, like oral sex techniques to self pleasure techniques and like the best things to do. Like they had a bunch of different things to do that you could do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is this was this like the one that Issa went to? I mean, that Issa and I went to <gasps> in Insecure? I did, you know, I'm going to go back and explosion? watch it now. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go okay. back. I didn't even think about that cuz it could have been. It was so much going on. Like they had oh. they had like you could ride. They had like little riding vibrators for women that you could ride. They had What? I don't know if you've ever seen if you've seen the the porno things or the thing or the online where you the live chat stuff. 
They had people that were live chatting right there. They were like live videotaping in the space. What am I doing with my life? Um, I need to go. <laughs> so anyway, so one of the tables that I walked past said there was a lady that had a flyer. I mean, that had a sign up, and all the sign said was, "Do you know your homo erotic? Do you know your erotic?" Something like, do you know your body? Like, do you know mm-hmm. what turns you on? Essentially, do you oh. know what turns you on? Mm-hmm. And okay. I stopped because there was a question, because there was a quiz that could be taken to tell you about yourself. Okay. And I was interested in the conversation that she was having with someone. Uh, and so I stopped. And I asked her about it, and she said that she could text me the test. So I'll actually te- text it to you, too. Yes. I haven't taken it yet, because once I started it one day, I realized some of these questions I actually need to think about. Like, oh, okay. I didn't think, like, I don't know. Like, do you like, do you, do you prefer sponta- spontaneity versus, or do you prefer, like, thought and planned and sensual intimacy? Like, which one do you prefer? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff, stuff like that. Would you rather be choked or would you rather, like, be Send caressed? Like, it's like, and I'm, <laughs> it's more detailed than that, but that's yeah. sort of what the conversation was. So, I wanted to talk about it today because one of the things that she said to me was, <laughs> or at least have this conversation, was one of the things that she said to me was, we sometimes think that we want something, that we like something, but our body does not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a disconnect between your brain and your body, and that's why the experience that you're having with someone is not a great experience. Right. It's because you're going into it thinking that this is what you want, mm-hmm. and your body is not receptive to it. Or you're confused because... The experience that you're having with someone or yourself is not one that you expected Mm -hmm. and you can't comprehend why you're fully enjoying it because it's not what you had in your realm of possibilities of things that you would like right and so you would take the test so from the the sex expo you take the test you share your results with her she'd be willing to get on the phone with you for a 90 minute free consultation conversation to walk you through it Mm. and then if you wanted to go on this journey to align your body and you know your mind I'm pretty sure there was a cost to that. Right. But I thought this was interesting. Another reason why I thought this was interesting because I had never heard it framed in that way. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, made sense for certain things that I've seen in conversations with other people. But even in certain conversations that I've had with myself in prior years, asking when I ask myself sort of what it is that you like, right? What do you like? What do you not like? How is it that, how do you define intimacy for yourself versus like what you see, like versus what you've seen versus like what you've heard other people say for themselves, right? In conversations mm-hmm. you've had with other people, right? How are you How are you separating the outside answers to those questions to truly understand yourself? Okay. And I had, like I said, I haven't taken the test. I probably fully haven't even had that conversation with myself, but I thought this would be a great space to sort of talk about it and to get your thoughts on, have you ever had a moment where you thought you liked something and your body didn't respond in the way that you thought or... You were surprised by something, and so you wonder a question, like, what about it that you like? Is your body and mind aligned, right? And has it always been? Just sort of just general thoughts on that. Okay. <laughs> like, there's no real um, one question, but just some more of just thoughts. No, it hasn't always been. I feel like I've had moments where my mind and my body were not aligned, and I thought I wanted it. I thought I wanted something something yeah and then when i got it the end result of my body not liking it is i was like really emotional after like it was like it was kind of like a breakdown and it just did not feel good and i was like i never want to do this again i feel like it's it's a line now i think i know myself more i know what i like i have been surprised by some things that i've tried I'm not going into details. No, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I'm not going into details about anything. But yes, I have been very surprised by some things that I like that turned into something that is now a regular constant. I've I've had to learn what I like, what I don't like, what yeah, all of that good stuff. And I've had the experiences to kind of help me get through that or learn myself more and learn my body more. So now 
yeah, I pretty much know like what what gets me there. You know, one of the things. I mean, I, even though I know we're not doing the, the test that you have, but one of the things like the spontane, um, spontaneity thing or the spontaneous uh, right. in- intimacy. Yes, I think I would choose that over planned. I think planned is nice and it's romantic, but I think when it's kind of like a you know not thought about and it just happens, that's like fun to me, especially if it. it starts off a certain way like yeah <laughs> i just i don't know yeah no no yeah. i i i i yeah i could have added on to that that last part yeah oh. <laughs> yes yeah so mm-hmm. do you think some of the things that you have discovered now that you enjoy or don't enjoy it wasn't always the case back then like you've grown and evolved so there are some new things that you wouldn't have been able to enjoy five or ten years ago that you can now um or is it more of no now you just you just yeah, more have no, an understanding of no yeah like back then i probably wouldn't have even thought to do it because i was kind of like in the box in certain things right. yeah so now that i've tried uh, yeah 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 thanks change yeah i think for <laughs> me i think for me one of the things i mean i've said this about other other conversations right i believe we've had it i believe we had the answer a long time ago like when we were younger and the way as we get older and we get domesticated and we get conf- and we sort of get developed in these boxes of what society thinks we are or thinks we should be that it can stifle your ability to fully express yourself and explore yourself in 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 any way right mm-hmm. as it relates to this topic there are things that I thought I liked that I ended up like trying check and there were things that I didn't even know were possibilities right mm. that I ended up enjoying and have que- and now have been trying to question how do I get my mind to think beyond what I know so that my so because it sounds because to me if I'm saying like mind body alignment it sounds like mm-hmm. my body is way ahead of my mind in terms of what it's ready to explore experience and oh, how do you get yes. your mind to to think outside the box so that you can so that you can start to explore and try some of those things, right? Like not have some of those things just happen by chance. Not saying that that's not fun and exciting too, but mm-hmm. to just sort of be more in tune with your mind and your body. Yeah, to align your mind and your body even more, mm-hmm. right? Maybe not thinking at all and just letting your body lead. Well, see, and that's I'm over. I think I don't. I'm, I don't say over analytical anymore. I think I analyze, I process, and that's not in your body doesn't always like your body doesn't operate in that way Mm-mm. or to that degree at least my body doesn't right so there's there's that you have to leave some room for spontaneity for for things to just happen and i try to but the how do you process that right like how do you then process those things and then the more adult-like conversation that i have which i'm not going to get into today but i think it's another in, i think there's another layer to this is when you know better you're supposed to do better mm-hmm. but when you know better and you're doing better involves someone else what do how do you have that conversation with them right not that you're complaining or that you're telling that person that the way in which we interact with each other is bad, but there are some things now that I know that I want... There are some things now that I know that I want to make sure you know. Oh, then you... Right, like... Can you just say it? I mean, it sounds like you could say it, but I also... I mean, I'm thinking of me in terms of, like, that just... That's that's uncharted territory. Right. Which could be another part, right? It's not to say that I would be uncomfortable, but it's uncharted territory, so I don't know how I would show up to that space to have that conversation. That's almost cute. That well, not that just cute, like an innocent type of awe, like because I get being in that space, and maybe because <laughs> I just open my mouth, <laughs> like just I don't know. That's not always great. So yes, I get that. Ah, so yeah, just some food for thought, really. Like things mm-hmm. that I've been thinking about, trying to as you add, as you add to the meat. Oh, the title. Do you know your body? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
with it already with the shits. Yes. Okay. Yes. So does that wrap up your perspective this week? Yep. Okay. So that's going to wrap up our perspectives this week. Aaron, what are you looking forward to? You know, I'm looking forward to the Patriots play. <laughs> I mean, you all have heard this after the day after, but the Patriots are 3-0 and right now. And... But we're focused. But I'm focused and looking forward to the game tomorrow with the Bills, or the or yesterday the game with the Bills. Yesterday, uh, <laughs> you in the future. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that now that the football season is back. I'm also looking forward to. I've been in Virginia, so I'm looking forward to getting back to New York because, as Ashley said, there's a like new shows have come on board, and mm. I just need to get home. Grey's Anatomy has started, right? I need to get home and get into season 16 of Grey's Anatomy. Um, this is us. Mixedish, blackish, um, 911 is back. Uh, it is a privilege and an honor to see Angela Bassett every week on TV. Aww. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to upcoming shows this week, honestly. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, dinner with a friend this week. That's going to be fun. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to this week. Nothing, nothing major going on. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Aaron, do you have any reflections? Oh, man. Um, I just want to say I thought the last mini-sode was actually kind of funny, the five questions when I listened to some of those answers. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was uh, Yeah, I was more surprised in a good way than I was any other thing. Like, I always think probably worse than what it actually is when I hear it. So that's my reflection. I don't have any reflections this week, but I did enjoy that many so. And I think um, my favorite question was the the uh, question one, the what would your if your exes were gathered at the table or gathered, you know, oh, I know. what would they say about you I can actually dig that into was that. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it could be a great mini so topic like or yes. It could. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually fun. So yeah, that that was my reflection. Last mini so it was great. All right, guys. And that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Thank you guys so much for checking us out, for listening, for leaving feedback. We see we have new comments. We appreciate it. Oh, and that's on um, Apple Podcasts, which is one of the many platforms you can find us on. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in every week and checking us out. And remember, you can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook a perspective with aaron and ashley and make sure you guys tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well we genuinely appreciate your support and it's because of you that our audience continues to grow and that we continue to get better uh because of your feedback and your willingness and support of us so yeah thank you support all right guys and as always uh we hope you have a great monday and remember if you change your perspective you can change your outcome hey bye